0: We're going to talk about the NFL Draft, and we're going to do it every day until this draft happens. And today we're going to talk about three guys the Colts should take. We're also going to talk about three guys the Colts should not take, and what of them Purdue fans aren't going to like. And that's just the way it is. And Purdue fans keep comparing this individual to Cooper Cup because they're similar 40 times, and there is nothing similar about them. We'll talk about that. Indiana? Ranked number eighteen, way too early, but it's still insulting for Indiana. Indiana's got everybody coming back for the love of God, and they're ranked eighteenth. What are we doing? And Kyle Schwarber got run out of the game, out of the game yesterday because of Angel, Angel Hernandez. Angel Hernandez has been a pox on the ass of baseball for over thirty years. It is time for Major League Baseball to say bye-bye to Angel Hernandez. We're also going to talk about nil stuff. My notes went away. Patty, what are we doing? Who can account for the wind? All right, three guys that the Colts should take if they're available at 42. One is likely not. In fact, all three of these guys may not be there at 42. But I'm an optimist. And so I'm hoping that they're there at 42, despite the fact that each of these three guys would rather be taken in the first round. That's life. We're talking about the Colts. We're not We're not the agents of these players, for God's sake. Number one is Jahan Dotson. Uh, for a month now, I've been talking about Jahan Dotson. Even back to last year, as Indiana played Penn State, you were like, Jahan Dotson can flat play. He is really, really good. I'm the man. Thanks for the content and replies. Thank you, Jake. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the donation. By the way... If you have a donation, I'll answer your question immediately. Jake, I appreciate that. Also, forgot to tell you this, we are brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. What they do, they do do so well. Johnson's Plumbing. They convey your excrement from point A, which is your home, out of your home through Excellence in Plumbing. Give them a call. 765-610-8809. I don't know. You know what? I've never heard a plumbing commercial like that before, but I think it's effective. Also, hit the subscribe button, the like button, ring the bell, let's go, let's talk about sports. All right. Anyway, John Dodson is really, really good. He is NFL ready. Undersized, I don't care. 5'11", that's not undersized to me. As long as you've got, look, if you got a quarterback with an accurate arm, throws the ball here, hits you in the hand, all right? You don't need to have a wingspan like an albatross. You can go catch the ball. Matt Ryan is going to throw the ball where it needs to be, and Jahan Dotson is going to give him a target, and he's going to pull in the catch. That's what's going to happen with Jahan Dotson. I like him a lot. He's fast. He runs great routes. He is at the tail end of kind of the elite group of wide receivers in this draft. There are different tiers, right? The blue tier, I think Dotson is the last guy in it, and he's the guy who may drop to the Colts if there are runs on other positions. It's a really good edge draft, by the way. A lot of teams, you can't have enough edge, rush guys. Although we'll get to one when we talk about guys the Colts should avoid, and for good reason, despite the fact he can fly at play. How about Bernard Raymond? Now, Bernard Raymond's an interesting character. He is 6'6", 310 pounds, out of Central Michigan. He's a really good athlete. He was a tight end at Central Michigan, and then it kind of he grew out of it and became a tackle, and they project him maybe as a right tackle, but I think he could play left tackle too. No reason why not. Jake Fish, or Eric Fisher was a uh, Central Michigan guy. He was the left tackle last year. Go get another Central Michigan left tackle. I think he's the best of the bunch who could be available. At forty-two, he is a superb athlete. He's a little bit soft with his hands. That's the way that goes. He hadn't played a lot. He's from Austria. And the thing, you know what? I keep going back. Every time, uh, I think about uh, foreign players, foreign-born players. I think of Bjorn Werner. And I do, do. We need any more of these guys, and then I think, why? Why are you so myopic? Stop thinking about nationalism, for God's sake, and think about whether a guy could play football. And in terms of foreign players, I think the Colts are due. You got Bjorn Werner. You got Daniel Adongo. You know what? Although you also have uh, you have some other guys uh, who've got to prove themselves. We are a community of one. Here with the Colts, if the guy can play, we don't care where his return address is. You're from Austria? Welcome to the party. Let's go, let's play Colts football. I like Bernard Raymond. If they're going to take a tackle, take that one. Uh, Sky Moore, out of Western Michigan. The thing that bothers me about both Raymond and Sky Moore is that these guys are products of the Mid-American Conference. I don't know that you learn how to play NFL-ready football in the MAC. I just don't know that that's what they do. So I get a little bit worried uh, about that part of the heritage of those two players. But Sky Moore is a really, really good receiver out of Western Michigan. Uh, 95 catches, 1,292 yards, a lot of touchdowns. Yes, 5'10", 195, he's a slot guy, but you know what? He's fast, he's shifty, he owned the combine, he played really well at the Senior Bowl. This is a guy who kind of exploded and has gathered momentum, and he's not maybe, going to be there at 42. He's kind of grown beyond that. However, we like Skymore, and if Skymore were available at 42, we'd take him. Now, players to avoid. David Ojabo. David Ojabo, if he had not torn his Achilles in March at Michigan Senior Day, likely would have been a top 15 pick and maybe the best edge rush guy in this draft. Maybe. There are some people in Georgia who would argue with that. But David Ajabo did tear his Achilles tendon. And Chris Ballard didn't go out and sign, you know, McLeod as a 32 year old safety, right? Stephon Gilmore as a 32, going to be 33 year old cornerback. Matt Ryan as a 36, going to be 37 year old quarterback did not go out and sign these guys to win in 2027. He hired these guys to win now. And David Ajabo is not going to help the Colts win this season. He is not going to be on the field for anybody at any point this season in any form resembling 100% health. You cannot, despite the fact that he might wind up being a perennial Pro Bowl guy and tally 12 to 15 sacks a year, you cannot waste a a second-round pick, your first pick of the draft, on a guy who's not going to be able to play football for you this season. This season is way too important coming off 9-8. and eight. Chris Ballard ran through a lot of equity this past year with the Carson Wentz trade, and then the subsequent Carson Wentz trade. A lot of equity burned. He needs to build back equity, and you do not do that by hiring, drafting guys who are not going to be able to play with your first pick. Uh, Trey McBride. Here's my sense of where the Colts are tight end-wise. Because they keep telling us this over and over again. And we know that these guys do not lie to us very often. In fact, I can't remember a single time where Chris Ballard lied to us. Not a single time. And so when he talks about being happy with Mo Cox and excited for Mo Cox, that Mo is going to be able to be kind of a focal point for the first time in his career at tight end, with the retirement of Jack Doyle, I take him at his word. When he says, Kylan Granson really looks like somebody who's gonna be able to be a productive receiver in the NFL, kind of a productive F guy, you know what? I take him at his word, all right? That doesn't preclude the Colts from taking another tight end in the third round, the fourth round, the fifth round. However, Trey McBride is not going to be there at 42, why? double down at the tight end position when you've already got two guys who man that position, you know, I'm not going to say at at a, an elite level or at a Pro Bowl level, but you know what? moali Cox, he's capable, hey, and you're going to yell about his catch percentage and his drops, and you're kind of right to do it. However, that was with Carson Wentz. With Phillip Rivers, his catch percentage was about 80%. With Wentz, it dropped down into the 50s. What does that tell you? Did Mo Ollycox suddenly forget how to catch a football? I don't think so. I think it was being delivered in a wayward fashion, and that's what caused Mo's drops. Um, and uh, third, any quarterback. Do not take a quarterback at 42. The odds of you getting a franchise quarterback at 42 are almost nil, plus, If that quarterback does get on the field in 2022, he's not going to win any games, right? Not going to happen. Matt Ryan is the guy who's got to be on the field. So don't take away your opportunity to help Matt Ryan move the ball down the field by drafting a weapon in order to satisfy some ideology that you've got to start building your quarterback of the future today. That's craziness. Don't do it. Now, as far as David Bell, all right? David Bell, people keep saying, well, Cooper Cup ran a 462 at the combine. David Bell ran a 465. Yeah, it's the same, same. Listen, uh Cooper Cup ran a 20 yard shuttle of 4.08. David Bell ran one at 457. All right. Cooper Cup is fast. Cooper Cup, not maybe a straight line fast, but his cuts are really fast, and that's what you do in a 20 yard shuttle. How about the three cone? David Bell, 7.14 at the combine, Cooper Cup, 6.75. That makes it really, really, it's like Wes Welker, man. Covering Wes Welker, despite the fact that he didn't have outstanding straight line speed, he didn't have 20 mile an hour velocity when he got 30 yards downfield. He did, but cutting, he had the quickest feet I've ever seen on a human being. He was impossible to cover. Cooper Cup, similar. He is precise in what he does, and he does it quicker than anybody else. David Bell is neither fast nor quick. That means David Bell can't play for you. I'm sorry. I wish it were, and I hope he proves me wrong. I would not draft David Bell. I wouldn't draft him in the seventh round. If you can't play in the fourth round, you can't play in the seventh round. What the hell's the difference? Indiana ranked number 18 in the latest update of the CBS way too early top 25 poll. That is an insult. You're going to bring back, and I think he's coming back, Trace Jackson Davis, Race Thompson, Jordan Geronimo at the three, either Tamar Bates or Jalen hood shafino at the two, Xavier Johnson at the one in all likelihood, uh, unless he's going 90 again in his Dodge Charger on North Walnut before trying to switch seats with a passenger at the Walnut Knolls parking lot. What are you doing? Take your medicine. What is the matter with people? Um, I think it's insulting. I think Indiana is going to be a top five team in the Big Ten, if not a top three team in the Big Ten, and they deserve to be ranked higher than 18. Uh, Ohio State, Sean McNeil, has pledged Ohio State. Good. I don't want transfers. Indiana is full. They got their 13 scholarships filled as long as Trace Jackson Davis comes back. And like I said, I think he's going to. So transfers, go someplace else. Nigel Pack is going to Miami. Two years, $800,000 in an NIL deal. Good for Plus a car. Good for him. That's wonderful. People get all bent out of shape over NIL. I love that college basketball players and college football players are getting paid for doing what they do. How much money does Jim Laranaga make? To coach Miami is he paid like a professor why should the student athletes at Miami or anywhere else be paid like common students in fact they're not paid like common students they they don't have jobs their job is to play sports generate revenue for that athletic department and the general fund they should be compensated for it Nigel Pack getting paid despite the fact that he was 14 and 17 with Kansas State last year and Bruce Weber no longer has a job as the coach because, not just because of Nigel Pack, but because of the level of play of a lot of guys at Kansas State. Colts make millions, or coaches make millions. Why not players, right? Kyle Schwarber went bonkers. I couldn't be happier. I, I love Kyle Schwarber. Schwarber had had it up to here with Angel Hernandez behind the plate. Full count, Philadelphia down by a run in the ninth, but clearly blowing away. Angel Hernandez rings him up. Schwarber flips his, throws his bat down, throws his helmet smartly so it didn't bounce and hit Angel Hernandez. When is Major League Baseball going to wake up and send Angel Hernandez packing? Two umpires I've ever been able to tell without looking at their number because they were just atrocious at what they did when they are behind the plate. Greg Benet, who hadn't umpired in a long time, And Angel Hernandez. Angel Hernandez is a train wreck as an umpire. He should not be allowed to umpire. He should be sent on his way to do something else. 31 years. This guy has been wrecking baseball games for God's sake. Finally, remember in 2001, he calls out Ron Coomer at the plate and the seventh inning stretch being performed by Steve McMichael. Steve McMichael may have had a couple of beverages. Says, I'm going to have some speaks with that umpire. The crew chief, Randy Marsh, had Steve McMichael uh, removed from Wrigley Field <laughs> as a result because he turned the crowd surly. But Angel Hernandez correctly, by Steve McMichael, a great Chicagoan, by Kyle Schwarber, a great Chicagoan, called out for being a terrible umpire, which he is. Thank you for the donations. I appreciate it. The draft only three days away. Let's go. I bring back Dutch Rudder. Thank you, Spirit Walk. I appreciate it. Very nice of you. Oh, uh, you know, they're not going to pick defense at forty-two. You're crazy, Steve. Look, the Colts. What they do? They McLeod, Gilmore, uh, and Gakwe, Right. Those three. That's that's big dollars for three guys to ramp up your defense a little bit. You didn't, well, you brought in Matt Ryan. But other than that, you have left your offense really untouched. You got to go get weapons. If they take a defensive guy at 42, I'll tell you what, uh, I don't want to sit in that pond. I'll I'll, I'll find something to do, by God. And I'll tell you what I will do if they take a defensive player at 42. I'll tell you that tomorrow morning on Breakfast with Kent. I'll think of it between now and then, then I'll tell you about it then. Thanks again for the donations. Very, very nice of you. Have a great night. The weather It's turned out pretty. It's a pretty day. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.